0: Hello and welcome to Babelfish, the podcast where humanists, freethinkers and atheists share their life stories, the podcast where non-believers from all over the world share the challenges and the risks they face. You can support Babelfish by becoming a patron. Do it on patreon.com or the Danish equivalent tenor.dk. You'll find the links in the episode description. I hope you'll enjoy today's episode. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm now in Iceland, where we just had three days of conferences and general assemblies for the European Humanist Federation and for Humanist International. And uh, all planned and arranged by the Icelandic Humanist Organization segment. So, of course, I I wanted to use the opportunity to interview a couple of people from Iceland. and. Uh, You're the newly elected president of SIDMENT.
1: Yeah, I've been the president of SIDMENT for five weeks now.
0: Yeah.
1: My name is Inka Uppjörg, Kristiansdottir Strömland. Mm -hmm. I'm a 33-year-old feminist scout, mother, all kinds of stuff. (laughs) And celebrant. celebrant. Yes. Not the least. Yeah, very importantly.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, have you always uh, been a humanist?
1: I guess I've always been a humanist, but I, I haven't, I, I used to be a believer, mm-hmm. and I, so I haven't always been an atheist. Um, when I was a kid, you could basically do three things in my, my small hometown you could join the, the football club, okay. and you can join uh, scouting. <laughs> you can learn how to play piano or whatever and then you know I needed something more and I, I'm absolutely terrible at football so I always took the bus to the next town to join the YMWA or, or yeah core M, mm. core core. um so the children's Christianity yeah. weekly meetings um, which means that I was quite well versed in religion Uh, at a young age. My family wasn't particularly religious, my mom's always been in a choir, uh, a church choir, but apart from that we were just, like most Icelanders, quite secular uh, outside maybe the main holidays. Um, But yeah, I I went there every week and learned all the songs and all the Bible texts and, and thought a lot about jesus and uh, but i think i mostly kind of believed when i was playing bingo and i was losing or something that was those were my big moments of of religion (laughs) praying to god um who didn't really answer me um but then when i was 14 i as every single person in my class uh started confirmation classes uh, within the church and i was reading children's philosophy books like uh, by Jostein Gorder uh, mm. The Solitary Mystery and such yeah. and you know my my mind was opening to other po- possibilities and I started asking questions okay. also being quite well versed in biblical texts uh, compared to my classmates, mm-hmm. I started asking questions and priests could not find they any not kind of answers no. no
0: Okay.
1: you know I was asking about Apple and Kine and how come they mm-hmm. married the women from the next valley or whatever you know where mm. did they come where, from yeah, exactly um and the priest always just replied with pray to god and he will answer you and mm. um so slowly throughout the year of confirmation classes i lost my religion but then was okay. kind of too late to turn back so i definitely got
0: you got uh, confirmed confirmated. Oh, okay.
1: yeah. yeah um I think my scout leader also helped a bit yeah. by asking uh, quite challenging questions and uh, honing me into the critical thinker that uh, mm-hmm. I then became. So yeah, I lost my faith around confirmation and two years later I was completely mm. completely atheist and, and militantly atheist. Of course,
0: you turned 180. Yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. Yeah. And um, And since then I've been... I've been fighting for for freedom of religion um, within the Icelandic society, within my organization in scouting as well.
0: Yeah, because uh, how religious are the scout movement here on Iceland?
1: Not very. Okay. However, the scout promise was mm-hmm. uh, I promised to do my duty to God and yeah. uh, my home country, or or fatherland. Um, and that i needed to change because i cannot do my duty to god and uh, after a lot of pain and uh, internal lobbyism and a hard fight and many tears i we succeeded and now you can do your duty to either god or your conscience you managed to change yeah. it, yeah. A, yeah
0: yeah yeah and it's uh, it was the, the icelandic state church you uh, belonged to yep. yeah because uh, in contradiction to many other countries, Iceland has a state church.
1: It has a state church, and many people belong to it, especially because when children are born, they were back in the days until you know, until very le- recently, just signed into mm-hmm. whatever religious group their mother was in. So you know, nobody was asked about anything, and that way, a big portion of Icelanders. Mm belongs to that church without maybe even realizing or caring
0: yeah yeah and it's subsidized by the government yeah yeah um i guess it's uh it's it's the same as in denmark pretty much the same yeah yeah similar yeah we have and uh are icelanders religious
1: i wouldn't say so okay no, i would not say anymore. that they are quite secular um a large portion of them has what they like to call their sh- their child's faith okay um which is I like to go to church during Christmas or during my wedding or or whatever but and i i you know that they might believe in a higher power but they're not active within mm-hmm. the church
0: oh okay. So you don't. There is there a stigma for being non-believer, or is it is there no challenges for non-believers?
1: Um, I would say by now there is not a lot of stigma. Mm. There are challenges. I mean, there are s- societal systems that are still kind of connected to the church. There is mm. no. There's not really a chaplaincy in hospitals that is non-religious. Um, the parliament starts with a religious ceremony. Mm. Things like that, yeah. you know, children, school children are made to do uh, nativity plays mm. and such. Yeah. So, so there are systematic obstacles or or, or things that are issues still.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I can't say that I've encountered
0: it's not in the, modern it's not time really in people community. that are
1: like oh. you know, discriminating against me in a kind of personal no. manner.
0: So it's not when we meet people in the community or anything else; more the structural, more structural. More yeah. structural, yes. Okay.
1: But that is also very different from, I don't know, 15 years ago or something. Yeah. Uh, so there's been a yeah. development. There's been a change.
0: Okay. So uh, how many? How big? Uh, how large a portion of the population is member of the state church? Is it been the majority?
1: Uh, it yes. It's still the majority. It's been. Um, lowering every year now. i think it's below it's quite below 70 percent now but it was you know 98 in 94 or something so yeah. um it's it's dropped quite a lot also because of scandals within the church and such
0: oh that you have had some scandal cases yes yeah, of course, okay. of course. <laughs> yes <laughs> like any <laughs> other church yes yeah okay and uh Sittman is a uh, Quite a large organization compared to the... Because there's only, what, 350,000 people in Iceland? On this little island, yeah, yeah, we're tiny. Tiny,
1: yeah. Yeah, sediment is growing fast, very fast. We got our lifestyle status in 2013. At that time, we were 300 people, maybe 40 ceremonies Mm -hmm. a year. Quite a small organization. Um, And so now, six years later, we have... 300 uh, ceremonies a year We have 3000 members And yeah. and so we've We've grown tenfold uh So, that, so in six the fact years. that you got
0: recognized yes. Back in 13 had a huge impact yep. Yeah.
1: Because then membership Was basically free for the individual They mm-hmm. just have to sign in With the state and then the state allocates money And it meant We could do legal ceremonies Yeah. Which of course um, People appreciate You know
0: yeah, so people are st- because in some in some countries there are also atheist organizations who don't think that rituals are important. Is there an atheist organization here? Yeah, there is.
1: Okay. Yeah, there is. Um, and we have some connections with them. They okay. are not a life stance organization, uh, like in a legal sense, but they are an organization that fights for religious freedom, as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 on a personal level, I share most of their opinions Mm -hmm. um, but they take their fight in a more direct manner Uh, we try to be a little bit more tolerant I guess
0: yeah yeah and you have the rituals and we have the rituals that are popular also your confirmations
1: yes we have around 13% of uh, Icelandic children in ninth grade 8th grade that uh, attend or uh, yeah attend our, our confirmation courses um some of them are are Christian, some of them are Muslim, some of them do both actually, Christianity oh. and and uh, our courses, and, and we're fine with that. We welcome so everyone. So they only
0: take the courses, or or do they also do the ceremony? Yeah, they can
1: choose. Yeah, yeah, okay. most people do both courses and ceremonies.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: But it's become it's a great course. First of all, it uh, looks into manners like uh, critical thinking and feminism and uh, environmental. Mm challenges and uh, interpersonal relations and such Um, and I think it's important for these young people not to be left out because confirmations are huge in Iceland Um, they get thousands of euros as presents Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and and it's really nice that we can offer an option for those that don't want a religious one that is also so meaningful yeah. um as ours is
0: mm.
1: because it truly is
0: yeah because that's amazing 13 percent of the the generation and um, growing and growing so maybe you'll beat the christian confirmations at some point
1: yeah, that could ha- that could very well happen mm. and it and we've you know just in the last recent years we've become quite mainstream the tables have turned We yeah. used to be only kind of the kids that were already there somehow you know yeah. really critical thinkers and such now whole classes are joining us um, and uh, and you know the mayor and the previous mayor are, are you know sending their kids to our courses and posting it on social media so they're you know the stigma that might have been once isn't really existent
0: now. Okay. Because I've been traveling a, a, a lot in Africa and it's the complete opposite. Yeah. Because the majority are religious, conservative religious. Yeah. You can't do anything in society unless you believe in God. Uh, so people are stigmatized. Um, so people are afraid of coming out, as they call it, mm-hmm. as um, as non-believers. But that's the complete opposite here. Yeah it's it's not an issue
1: it's not really an issue but there are i mean there are still things that we need to fight mm-hmm. for um, there is not complete religious freedom here no. um, not when, while we have a state church that is so heavily funded um, and all these systematic challenges yeah. as well so i mean we're by no means done but of course we're we're yeah. better off than most our humanist brothers and sisters is it funded by
0: everybody or is it is there a church tax that members pay or is it funded so, directly?
1: So every member uh, allocates a certain amount to some religious or lifestyle organization, okay. but the state church on top of that gets almost a double uh, the fee in, in other kind of support. Oh.
0: Okay. So they're quite strong, I could guess. Yes. Yeah, And uh, will there be any changes do you think, in the future?
1: I think so. Um, there, The issue of of uh, properties is what is I think the biggest factor uh, in delaying of separating the state church um, because the church kind of gave all its properties the lawns and the buildings and such to the state with the promise that um, the state will fund salaries for hundred and I don't know 28 priests a year or something um, and okay that might be fair
0: uh,
1: <laughs> how the church obtained these lawns you know and properties to begin yeah. with might be a bit iffy but but i mean we can't make an agreement that has no deadline you know no. when is this step then gonna be paid forever then, yes contract. it's a it's a yeah. perpetual uh, agreement and and they didn't even when they made this agreement make any kind of estimation of the value of Mm. these properties Mm. so we could now say ah we're halfway there or we're done already paying it up so so this is the issue that we truly need to settle and that is of course hard because they will want to give up you know their their financial base Mm.
0: but there's no there's not a majority in parliament for changing anything
1: most of the political parties are for separation oh, okay. mm, the public in iceland polls uh positively uh, to separation mm. however we had a referendum on the constitution uh some years ago and i think it was uh because the the, the question was phrased in a very weird way okay. but uh, but that is in that one, people didn't uh, vote for a separation, and those that don't want to separate, of course, hold very dearly to them. Mm. Um, but I would say, the opinion of most people is leaning towards separation. Mm.
0: Yeah. So, what do you what do you advocate for, in from Sidman's point of view, what's the your politic political goals? To separate the state
1: church. Okay, so that, and that's uh, the primary goal. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be the
1: foundation of of all other kind of Mm. um, things that we want to change.
0: Okay, yeah. Now, after being here for three days, listening to all all the other humanists and all their experiences around the world, how do you see the humanist movement and the challenges faced in, for example, Europe, which is closest, uh, and the world?
1: Um... Can you elaborate on that question Yeah, well, i
0: was thinking what well, do you see if there is um, yeah i was thinking more about yeah there's been progress in many countries relating to humanism uh, and more and more people being non-believers but it's still a religious world we live in yeah overall yeah um and there might be backlashes
1: yeah and we can see that far-right-winged uh, political parties are on the rise or, or people with far-right Mindsets. Um, and that is, of course, a threat. Um, I think, in general, uh, society in Europe is becoming more and more secular. Mm. Um, but there are, of course, very loud voices that advocate the exact opposite. So these, maybe not the, maybe we shouldn't be focusing on 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 trying to silence these voices or answer them, but to get the public. On yes. our side in a yeah. way and I think I mean in terms of what humanism in Europe is facing is is all these policies and the politics of, of Europe but also I think we are just strengthening ourselves as organizations mm. and that is also a, a, a big part of of where I see humanism in Europe we need to build better organizations mm. to be able to do more
0: yeah true. Right. because there's also at least in denmark some politicians talking about changing the human rights yeah uh, because they think they are too strict or it shouldn't be i don't know it's a bit difficult to understand what it is they want to change (laughs) but uh, in order for them to 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 be able to um, to complete the legislation they want they want to change the human rights Mm. not to be in violation which will discriminate some people yeah um, oh that's terrible Yeah, yeah. Um have you had the same experiences here or we have been quite
1: not lucky, but for some <laughs> reason um far right parties have had a very difficult time actually managed to get managing to get any votes. Um so we don't have really truly far right politicians mm. basically. Um we have you know some organizations that have some very bad ideas and such. But they don't gain really big attention. Um, but the there is, of course, voices in mm. society that think that human rights are for them and not for outsiders and such. <laughs> so of course, so yes, human rights are not it's not for yes all. not yeah. for all just yeah. us white people that were born here. You know, mm. it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but you're also, you're a bit, you're, you're an island in the middle of nowhere. Mm. <laughs> you're kind of, uh, do, do you feel far away from Europe, actually?
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't get into a car and just drive no. to the nearest country. No. So now we're facing big issues like, you know, bu- airplanes are polluting and such. And But I mean, Iceland isn't really habitable if we don't fly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, f- we do feel isolated. But we also feel a lot of solidarity. We share the same values as, mm. as uh, Europe, yeah. European countries. T-
0: yeah, yeah. even so though you're quite far away from Europe. Or it takes only three hours. From yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. From some parts yeah. of Europe. Yeah. Do you see, how about the young generation on Iceland? Uh, you say, we know that confirmations are, are more and more popular.
1: Yeah.
0: Are they also getting more and more secular?
1: Young people, yes, mm. yeah, 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 every poll shows that they want separation of state and church. Um, I think zero, a zero individual uh, of the youngest age group believes in the creation.
0: Okay. Of,
1: uh, when we did our our big poll a couple of years ago, so there was not one, one that said, yeah, I believe in the creation. Um, so, yeah, they're getting more secular, okay. definitely Sounds good. and radical. And eco-friendly and just amazing Yeah yeah, <laughs> I love him
0: Yeah, you gave out the award yesterday for the young The class that stood up for yeah, classmate Yeah, we gave the, the award that was uh, our Humanist of the Year
1: Award mm. To young people in recu- that were fighting for their classmate who was going to be deported
0: Yeah, that was amazing yeah. that. So young people that are this young yeah. actually stand but up they for They take a something. stand, yeah, yeah. I think that also brings hope Mm -hmm. for the uh, the future. Definitely. Even though we are facing some challenges. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you. Nice talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can support Babelfish by becoming a patron. You can also follow Babelfish on Facebook and on Instagram. You'll find the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human.